Hey, Love Your Life family. Welcome back to another Loving Your Life podcast. This is your sis, Crystal. I am excited to be back here with you all today. It has been amazing. It has been full and uh, the Hollands have been on the go and moving and preparing to wrap up the end of the school year. And so we know that there are a lot of parents in the same boat as us. But before I jump into that, yes, it's me today. I'm a little solo. Everybody's here at the house completing a lot of major projects. And I finished mine early, so I get to hop on and have a conversation with you all. So it's me and my little Shigapoo, Jayla. She's kind of hanging out in the background. I don't know if you guys might randomly hear mom because I snuck away to knock out this podcast today. And so I don't know, you may have some background noise in the back. I don't know. You guys will see today. (laughs) But anyway, I'm hoping everybody is doing well. So again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be in the world. I appreciate you all taking time out of your day to continue to hop on and to support the Loving Your Life podcast means a lot for us. And uh, believe it or not, every last one of you have something to say. There's something in your story that's amazing. And as always, I encourage you to share your story little by little, bit by bit. Uh, Somebody is always in need of something that you've been able to journey through and that you may be mastering now, something that's no longer controlling or mastering your life, but you're you're learning how to love this life and um, see the beauty in your story. And so even as I mentioned that, I sit and think about the 2020-2021 school year and it coming to the end, um, wrapping up, preparing for graduation once again um, from a new lens, more information as it pertained to the virus and a lot of systems in place. Some are functioning well, some are still dysfunctional and kudos, hands down to parents, teachers, uh, school leaders, Um, the communities that have really really rallied around each other to give our children some sense of stability, clarity, and we continue to pray for those that are still struggling because that is a real issue. There are a lot of people that are still struggling with the quarantines, continuing to be locked down, loss of jobs, loss of income, loss of homes. These are real uh, relevant issues that are affecting people day to day. And so even though it may not be directly impacting you, we cannot lose sight of the communities around us and people that are hurting still. And so do your part. It doesn't have to look like everybody else's. If you don't have a bunch of money to give to certain organizations or charities that are bringing support, identify how you can bring support. I know from my husband and I, we have our hands in a number of projects that are continuing to bring support to our community. And for those that um, have directly been impacted, uh, on, in, on multiple levels. And so continue to find your your strengths and, and uh, apply them where you know you can bring support. So mothers, fathers, aunties, uncles, grandmothers, grandparents, big brother, big sister, those of you that have been guardians, that have been navigating through the school system and the programs and virtual learning and back to in-person learning and then back to virtual learning. Y'all get the y'all get the gist of where I'm going. How are you doing? How have you holding up? Are you excited about the school year wrapping up? Or are you kind of like, oh no, here comes the summer? Because many of you know, um, this again, it looks different for everybody. For some people, summers are more stressful. There's more um, the, the school system has provided a lot of meals 
grab and go breakfast and lunch. And so some parents, this is this is real stressful for them because they're needing to figure out, okay, how do I feed my children uh, throughout the day? And thank God for the continual school system and programs that they're continuing to put in place so that our children can continue to make sure that they have what they need. Um, but then there's a lot of beautiful things. We are in a season of bloom, things coming alive, uh, pools being cleaned, uh, your favorite summer foods, barbecues, your, your jams, planning short trips uh, safely, as safe as you can through COVID. Um, you know, we know a lot of different things are starting to lift. So there's a somewhat level of more freedom, <laughs> if that's the word you want to use. But there's also stressors that come along with kids being out of school. And let's talk about it. And so you have, I just mentioned one briefly, preparing food and childcare, getting the support that you need. For some people, they're going to be grieving not being able to have that independence or the break that they did have for kids. They may get frustrated and grieve not being able to be around their friends, you know, or how do you safely have fun and um, I know you guys know what I mean, but what does that look like for you? How has thinking about the summer, where does your mind go? How does your body feel? And I encourage you to plan ahead. And again, you can't prepare for everything, but having some sense of plan in place will give you direction and focus on where you're going. And then you kind of roll with it. I know that's what we've done with our family. We um, kind of set up a routine where the kids have a level of reading that's scheduled into their week every week. Um, continuing to, we do a lot of family devotionals um, for spiritual development. Obviously, having parents that are counselors and <laughs> coaches and being a birth doula and uh, the many hats that we wear, we're continuing, we continually create an environment for our kids that's going to provoke thought, deep thought. Um, not getting hung up and stuck in feelings, um, but acknowledging feelings and learning how to navigate through them. And so these are devotionals that we build around uh, how we have uh, chosen to raise our family with biblical principles um, and balance real life issues, acknowledging that you are human, that you have emotions, there are different things that you're going to feel. We do not teach our kids to shove down their frustration, to ignore it, to blow it off, to suck it up. Um, but that they learn how to become healthy adults and being able to talk about how they're feeling. We have a senior getting ready to graduate, and I'm excited. You all stay tuned. We will be uh, bringing him on to just really talk about his journey as a senior through graduation, preparing for graduation, what it was like as a senior with this 2020-2021 school year. And I'm giving some tips and some areas of growth and some areas that of struggle, you know, and so creating this platform for him to reach his peers and, and have that conversation. Um, and so you have parents preparing for graduation and middle school promotions, kindergarten promotions. And so there's a lot of things that families are preparing to celebrate. Um, and then there's losses, you know, there's going to be a lot of these celebrations and COVID has taken grandma, grandpa, auntie, it's taken mothers and fathers. And so there's a grieving that's also in the midst of this. And so the correlation as the seasons are changing, we're moving into the summer. And even though there are things blossoming, there are also some things that are dying. 
And so we don't get the beauty of nice a nice breeze unless you're somewhere like Cali um, or you go up north. We're out here in Arizona and you can catch that breeze. But that heat annihilates <laughs> the breeze out here in Arizona, uh, specific to Phoenix and Glendale, whole Maricopa area. And so for some people, they are grieving like this is something that I enjoy. I love and trying to mentally prepare yourself for three to four months of brutal heat, but it's still an exit. It's something that is leaving this environment. And I, and I'm speaking metaphorically, but for some people that is real as it pertains to in the midst of new things blooming and in transition, there's the grieving aspect. And so learning how to accept while simultaneously acknowledge that it hurts And then taking the steps to create or be in an an environment that gives you the space to grieve and to celebrate. And this is part of being human. Um, I think a lot of times we're, we're forced to feel one way or the other. And that over time becomes very toxic and it builds up. And before you know it, you have a lot of stuff that's trapped in your body. And you're trying to move forward and your body's like, nope, can't do it. Because either you haven't given yourself permission or the environment that you're in uh, may be judgmental or um, not safe, where you feel like you're not able to truly be able to process through that. And so I really want to encourage you, parents, guardians, and children, teens, young adults, those of you that are preparing for college, those of you that are preparing to celebrate, and those of you that are grieving right now, it's okay to be in this space. It's normal. Can I say that again? It's normal. You can be happy. You can be grieving. You can be celebrating all at once. It You don't have to pick one over the other. And when you lean into that, you can truly begin to view your life from a balanced and more healthy lens um, versus feeling like you have to code switch. <laughs> I know some of y'all know what that means, where you have to turn it off and on. And for some of you, that may be necessary for safety reasons, um, because you know that there are certain spaces that you go into. And if it would, if you really let it all hang out, it's going to cause you more stress. And so you have your two to three people that you can you can be that as long as you have those people that you can be raw, naked and unashamed with. Cool. You know, but for some people, that's not the case. You know, it's they let it all hang at night. They're alone. They're frustrated, crying out. And then you you get up and do it all over again because you've learned to adapt to environments um, that have not been able, that have not given you permission or where you haven't felt you've had the space to truly just be naked and unashamed about life, what you're going through, how you're feeling. Um, But I think that as we as a community, as humans continue to talk about our mental health, physical health and spiritual health, um, that we continue to normalize, especially dealing with mental health. We've we've seen many extremes on the physical aspect and the spiritual aspect um, and then the shaming and shutting down or made to feel weak. If you talk about depression, anxiety, any type of mental health conditions, but I, I cannot stress or convey enough mental health issues are as a result of something that ha- has happened to you. It's it's not that you just wake up one day and the issue is there. It's a result of something that has happened to you. It's a signal that something needs healing, something needs resolving. 
And so as you continue to take these steps and prepare for the summer and whether you have a family, a spouse, a, a significant other, um, being able to know that it's it's crucial to talk out loud about how you're processing everything um, so that you can be a healthier mother, father, sister, grandmother, brother, sister, auntie, uncle, whatever role that it is that you are walking out, knowing that it's vital that you continue to have a safe place that can contain the struggle because the struggle is real. Um, but at the same time, also being able to celebrate what's blooming in your life and not minimizing something that may seem small. So for some of you, you may be actually taking a break. That's a bloom. That's something that's blossoming in your life that you're you're resting, you're preparing to rest, you're preparing to paint, um, do some DIY projects with your kids. You're preparing for hiking trails and um, fun food, fresh foods and fruits and the different things. You're preparing for the swimming. These are all things that are getting your body moving, getting you sunlight, getting you good vitamin D, looking at the things that are alive and lively around you. And then there may be those moments that you do have to pencil in, which I encourage to feel, to feel the disappointment, to feel the frustration, not to sit there, not to sulk in it, but to feel it and learn to navigate through it so it doesn't master you or sneak up on you down the road because you've practiced numbing or you've practiced avoiding to make your family or other people happy while simultaneously damaging your soul. The soul consists of the mind, the will, the emotions, the imagination, the intellect, all of the, the parts that make you make up your personality, your character, um, that make you beautiful. Um, and it's nothing that is a one-stop shop. It's not like you're going to knock everything out. But when you create and develop space for a pause, when you create and normalize checking in with yourself, drawing near to God, praying, being connected to your soul, being connected to your body and to your spirit, because God created us as a tripart being. So it's all connected. So if one part of you is off, it's being affected by another and you can't identify or acknowledge those things unless you do what? Pause, feel, acknowledge, and it makes you better. It makes you lighter. It gives balanced perspective. It teaches you and shows you where to invest your time and where to unplug. <laughs> and this is, I don't know about y'all, but I think 2020 and 2021 have handed the nation so much and that it should be prescribed to rest. So if you need somebody to prescribe, Coach K is here prescribing rest. I'm prescribing a pause. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's crucial. That you don't, you know, minimize what you need. And so mothers, I, I'm I'm here. I'm in the same boat as you preparing like, okay, breakfast, lunch, dinner, activities, and when a pause, like, hey, we're going to pause. Y'all go chill out. You go into your own space. I'm going to go into my space because mama needs a timeout to, to refresh, rejuvenate, prepare, and then, you know, continue on with your day, not getting so stuck in rich, uh, rituals and routine and rigidness that if something gets off course, now your your stress level is up, your cortisol levels are, you know, off the charts, and now you're zapped of energy, brain fog. You know, these are things that are within our control. You make your schedule. You choose what you're going to focus on. 
And when you don't feel balanced, when you feel off, that's a great time to get around your tribe. Tap into the strengths of those that are around you. You do not have to know everything. You do not have to fix everything. You do not have to organize everything. And that is one of the most amazing things that my husband and I have learned to to pull on the strengths and to identify the strengths in our kids. What are they good at? What do they enjoy? And handing it to them and letting them thrive in that area so that I can rest so that my husband can pull back and focus on something else or I can focus on something else. And so I hope this is some bringing a level of peace. I hope some of you have taken some deep breaths through this (laughs) podcast today, knowing that a lot of times the momentum builds internally because we're not looking, okay, how can I outsource this to my son? How can I outsource this to my daughter? hold on, grandma and grandpa love being with the kids around this time. You know, you have your support. And then for some of you may be like, no, I I don't have support. But being able to identify, okay, what are some steps that I can begin to take to identify who my tribe is, what my support system looks like? Because we can, it's very easy to acknowledge what's not working, who's not around and who's not doing what. That is easy. But the work comes in and taking the steps to create what you need with balance, asking questions. I don't know about y'all, but we don't let just any old body around our kids, you know, and and I don't take that lightly. That's another podcast is a whole nother topic. And so I do not say that lightly. The people that have been around our children, we're talking 15 to 20 plus years uh, time of relationships being built, level of transparency, being very raw, uh, what we will tolerate and what we won't tolerate. And so that's our responsibility as a pilot in our household to protect, to guard, um, to teach our kids, to equip them, to let them know these are red flags. These are things that you need to look at. We don't keep secrets, you know. And again, these are different things that we'll continue to unpack with you guys in other podcast topics. But I really just want to encourage you to, as you're preparing for the summer, it's okay to prepare to grieve. It's okay to prepare to celebrate uh, because that's what summer brings. It brings new blooms. And then there are some beautiful things that we had in the spring and the fall, and they're not going to be here anymore. And life is like that. We can't sit and look at certain like there's certain things that we we've grown in our our garden and they're looking like hold on my season's about to come to an end and it's they've been thriving and looking beautiful and tasting great but it's time to plant new vegetation that can withstand this heat and so I want to encourage you what is it that you need to plant that's new for you that's going to thrive in the summer and what are some things that you need to let die off that, that worked for you in the fall or worked for you in the winter, may have worked for you in the spring, but you're starting to see some things that are starting to die off. Let them go. Learn how to let them go. And the way that you let them go and the way that you can ease into the new is putting your focus on what's going to thrive in the summer. What can outlast this heat? Some of that is going to be different topics that you're going to address and relationships. What are some things that that can withstand the heat (laughs) that you've been avoiding? But now it's time. 
You know, what are some things that you can harvest that are going to bring life and, and vitality and add to you? These are things that you take your time versus wasting your time on trying to hold on what's trying to die. And so it also helps with kids, you know, and preparing them different things that they've tried to hold on to and things that this has been very complex for them as well. And we lead by example. They do what we do, not what we say. Let me say that again. Our children will do what we do, not what we say. And so continuing to check our mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual health. Why? For balance, for healthy perspective, as you are beginning to take the steps to prepare for the summer. And just, and I'm right now, I'm just doing a brief recap. As you're preparing, you're preparing for things that are going to bloom and you're preparing for some things that are going to die off. And the way that you begin to thrive is to let your focus be on what's going to bloom and acknowledge and leave space for those things that are dying off so that you can feel them, not, not to get stuck, but to navigate through it so that it no longer masters your life. And you cannot do this alone. You will always hear me say this. We're not created to do this thing called life alone. Identify your tribe. Find your safe place that you can be naked and unashamed and take it one day at a time. For some of you, it may be one hour at a time. And I want to acknowledge those um, that are grieving the loss of family members, whether it was a loss to COVID, other ailments, freak accidents. When you're in the process of celebrating it hits different when grandma's not there and papa's not there for graduations or aunties and mothers and fathers. There are real issues that are people are processing through and working through on a day-to-day basis. A lot of people have lost family members to suicide, homicide, domestic violence, the foster care system. And we can go on and on. Just because this may not be affecting you personally, it's affecting somebody. And so uh, I just want to continue to encourage you all to continue to do your inner work, to pour out and extend love to yourself. What is love? Love is patient. It's kind. It's keeping no record of wrongdoing. It's never giving up. And so when we talk about loving your life, I'm not talking about the fluff, fluff, sprinkles and glitter. Love is work. And there are benefits there, there, there is a harvest that you get to go and gather when you extend love to yourself and to those that God has given you to love. And so to the guardians, mothers, fathers, everybody out there, I'm giving you a podcast high five and want to encourage you to keep doing your thing. Keep pulling back, looking at your life, taking that pause and preparing for what's ahead one day at a time. Thank y'all so much for continuing to tune in. We appreciate you. Uh, You know how to find us, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Most of the podcast outlets continue to check us out. Thank you all so much. We love you. Peace.